0: A free audiobook? I don't believe it. Well, you should believe it, my friends, because The Laps is sponsored by Audible. They've got tens of thousands of audiobooks to choose from. It's like having the world's largest library in your pocket. You can get a free 30-day trial and pick whichever you want. All you have to do is go to audibletrial.com slash thelaps. You like stories in your earbuds? Well, this is it, folks. audibletrial.com slash thelaps. Hey, everybody. I'm so sorry for that intro. Welcome to the LAP Storytelling Podcast, where we tell true stories gussied up. I'm your host, Kyle Jest, and today we have a story that's a little bit... I'm not going to use the M word, because I know that people really don't like that word for whatever reason. This story is a little bit damp. We'll say that. This is just a heads up. I'm not going to drench your eardrums here, but these are kids in this story. Kids are wonderful, amazing, beautiful miracles that happen to be some of the most disgusting creatures you'll ever encounter. If you don't like spit, just be warned, Karina's story... It's about our good pal, Dwayne, who really, really, really likes to spit. I'm calling this one Mockingbird. That's a mocking space bird. Here it comes. This is The Lapse. Can Karina come out to play? Two kids about eight years old wait at Karina's doorstep.
1: I was friends with Brandon.
0: Better known to his classmates as Brandon number two. Because
1: Brandon won and would never come to my house.
0: There's another kid with him, though. Karina doesn't recognize him. Oh, this is Dwayne. He just moved. Karina looks the kid up and down.
1: He was dirty as hell. His shoes didn't fit. He didn't wear socks.
0: Maybe not the best first impression, but Karina lives in Beaver Falls. A Canadian town is small, cliche, and depressing as it sounds.
1: You're just kind of like slowly crushed (laughs) like like an apple on the highway. We got
0: nothing. Dwayne makes himself at home, rummages through the family's fridge. You want to see something?
1: He would put hot dogs in his belly button.
0: A hot dog gently plops at Karina's feet. Okay, she says. Let's just go in the treehouse. To get to the treehouse, the kids wade through Karina's dad's backyard storage area. When there wasn't room in the
1: shed, he just started using the pallet around the ladder. So in order to get in the treehouse, we had to, like, crawl through tires and wires and broken glass and all kinds of hillbilly dirt paraphernalia. I thought it was great. We were running a little office, like this police department. We were going to be cops because I found my dad's starter gun. It was a,
0: like a racing pistol. They've got a genuine detective agency. Karina even hauls up her family's dresser-slash-filing cabinet for their police reports. As the day grows long, Brandon, too, figures he better call home. Karina, not wanting to be alone with Dwayne, says, I'm going to show Brandon the phone, Dwayne, You can stay here. The kids call Brandon's mom. When they get back, the treehouse is on fire.
1: We left him alone for like five fucking minutes.
0: Um, help me please. It's not a huge fire, not yet, but it is right at the top of the ladder.
1: So you're just burning your face coming in and out.
0: Fortunately, given a couple buckets of water, the kids snuff out the fire. Turns out, Fisher-Price and police paperwork make pretty good kindling. All kid needs is his personal barbecue lighter.
1: There's still boards in my treehouse floor. He was always yelling and pulling his hair and running around. I don't know. Here in Vancouver, they're addressing kids' hyperactivity. Where I came from, they certainly weren't. Like, this was sticks, yo. He was always spitting. He was always spitting. He would hawk a loogie into his cup and he'd drink it and just, just keep doing that. I don't know how that works for dehydration, but it's, it's what he did. I never seen him spit vertical. He never spat at nothing in front of him. He was spitting up.
0: For all the yelling and screaming and burning things down, this is what becomes Dwayne's trademark. Not only is he proud of it, but he's good at it. <sighs> really good. <clears throat> Maybe Guinness good.
1: He always caught it in his mouth, so it sounded like it just like fell on his face. And I'm wondering the learning curve. If there was a, a sport that was about catching looks... He'd be the captain.
0: It's after class. The kids await the only bus in town to pick them up from the only school in town. Dwayne's doing the usual. Straight up. Straight down. Straight up. Straight down.
1: Head skyward. Just tally-hole. So he's hawking looks, popping him at the sky. And all of a sudden... He hits this... Thing.
0: This thing, it hits the ground hard. The kids gather around in a small circle.
1: And we look down.
0: What's that? It's. it's a bird.
1: And it was. It was a little baby bird.
0: Little Dwayne, he spat so high, he sniped a bird right out of the sky.
1: And we all turn, and we look at him. And he just
0: collapses,
1: <laughs> screaming at the sky like he and he alone is going to hell.
0: Dwayne is in hysterics, ripping and tearing at his shirt, like a scrawny Marlon Brando. One of the girls in the group, Allison, steps forward. Carefully, cautiously, ever so gingerly, she cups the bird in her palm. The other kids close in. Allison gives the bird a gentle prod. Dwayne, I think you killed it. She holds the bird up. This little baby bird. Maybe it's all the commotion, Maybe the TLC, but suddenly she takes flight into the open sky, free to roam, free to soar, free to fly, relatively, loogie free.
1: I mean, look back, look back at Dwayne. Just the catastrophe of behavior. And then it takes a big, wet, sloppy dump
0: right onto Dwayne
1: ever karma is real we all decided later that it was the mom because it just got to make a story out of it it's just too crazy it's surreal
0: it's been a long time since karina was eight she's grown up and moved on from beaver falls but you know what she still doesn't like Dwayne very much
1: and it isn't just some hateful little memory i couldn't let it go but last christmas i go riding into town (laughs) i'll see my parents and uh he's outside the bar He was spitting lugs in the sky uh, up at this group of girls. As girls do outside a bar, they're standing in a little circle, smoking. He's standing outside the circle. (laughs) Okay, he's standing there, pocking lugs in the snow. Fuck this kid. Fuck him. (laughs) You can cut that out if you want.
0: That story, again, was shared by Karina Sims. She is a talented writer and the author of Sinner's Circle about Amanda Troy, porn shop employee by day, serial killer by night. You can nab a copy of that straight from Amazon.com on either Kindle or old-fashioned good old paperback. Major thanks again to uh, Pressy Jenner, to Jesse Brennan. Major thanks to Jesse Brennan for this show's transcription. In addition to thanking Jesse, I have a bit of an announcement to make as far as The lapse is concerned. The show's first season, drumroll, no drumroll, is ending in February. That'll mark a full year of the show. So the question is, will there be a second season? The answer is maybe. It's tough to make a living on something free. So if The Laps continues to find new listeners and we can continue to get supporters to our Patreon campaign, yeah, then yes, absolutely. If you want to contribute and help extend the lifetime of The Lapse, you can do so at patreon.com slash thelapse. At the very least, we need to hit that first milestone in order to be able to afford to do this show. Either way, The Lapse will continue unabated until then. These are some pretty marvelous stories, and I'm uh, really proud to have put them together. My name is Kyle Jest, and as always, this was The Lapse. Thank you so much for listening.